Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sad Voice Podcast, the podcast where you listen to somebody you don't care about talking about things you don't care about, but you really do care about the person who's talking, so in turn, you care about what I'm talking about. And today, I'm joined by a very special guest, my main man, Dan. Say hi, everybody, what's up? Dan. What's up? Thanks for having me, dude. Glad no to be problem. on the show. All right, it's great. It's great. All right, so uh, this is going to be a current event episode, and we have a series of one, two, three, four current events three of them serious one of them is for fun times so which one do you think we should start with i think we should start with the uh famous soccer star cristiano ronaldo slammed with uh rape charges in las vegas nevada mm-hmm. so g- give everybody a quick summary of that Okay, so basically, in uh, this occurred in 2010, which is more recent. If you look back at the, uh, for example, the Kavanaugh trials, um, that was like way more in the past. A uh, lot less evidence to be used, you could say. So, uh, but this was from 2010, so there is a lot more evidence being conducted by the FBI, and uh, so essentially, he tried to pay off this woman with three uh, current with the the currency of three, uh, $375,000, and uh, he took to Twitter when these allegations came up, and he said, my, uh, quote, my, cl- my clear coincidence will thereby oh, allow me to wa- await with tranquility the results of any and all investigations, which is a very strange tweet to tweet when this, uh, when this is all going down. Well, two things there. One, you pronounce conscience wrong. I don't, I don't even know what that was. And two, um, I feel like the, his tweet could possibly, like how it sounds weird, could possibly be due to the fact that he is not a native English speaker, so he may not have a full grasp of the language. But uh, this woman off, uh, do we have a name on the victim? I don't believe here if I can look it up real quick. Uh, Catherine Mayorga. Alright, so he tried to pay off uh, Catherine with uh, a lot of money, which seems to be this has happened before in the past where a rich star, whether it be businessman, sports player, has tried to sort of buy their way out of a sticky situation and you know I want to know your opinion on sort of how you feel about this and how well they... uh I don't think for uh like you know it's it's not a wise move to bring more attention to it mm-hmm. like I know you have to respond you have to put something out there mm-hmm. to like kind of like um d- defend yourself you know but yeah. I, I, the odds are stacked against him, man. I, I don't, I don't think it's a really good situation because normally when a woman confesses, uh, uh, to this line, uh, uh, in according to uh, NBC News, uh, in the suit, Mayorga claims she was uh, coerced in it into accepting a payoff of three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, which now normally this... means that it happened. Now, this coercion, was it, like, physical threats, or was it, like... I think it was, I think it was more, uh, according to the article, I think it was more just, like, uh, peer pressure, because he's such a big figure mm-hmm. in the, uh, in the world. I think it was more just a, um, just more like a peer pressure thing, like, if you don't mm-hmm. accept this, like, you know, you might get put on blast it's, for the whole world. It's a very big uphill battle fight against someone of this... Magnum stardom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. Yeah. And that brings me to another point. I mean, I know these are very big allegations, but, you know, could it, could his sort of persona and presence in the world, the continent and countries of Europe sort of protect him from what goes on? Oh, oh yeah, here? definitely. Because he's such a big figurehead for their culture. Oh yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. But um, I it, his innocence is gone here. Like you know, he cannot claim the victim card. Like you know, he this has come up in the past, something like this, and he's he was able to claim the victim card. But 
we can't really do this here. And this woman is providing lots of evidence that I'm seeing here. And he hasn't lost his Nike or EA Sports contract yet, but I don't know. I think I think yeah. they might drop him soon. And like you said, this is from a the very recent year of 2010. But the question has to be asked: like before she was offered that money, why didn't she come forward and go to police? Why was she not? At at the time, he was um, he he took a break period from soccer, so mm-hmm. obviously, like you know, he was staying in the in the United States for a yeah. while, mm-hmm. and now uh, he just recently moved to uh, out of his home uh, near his uh, his home country of Portugal. He yes. played for Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. He just moved to uh, I think I believe it was an Italian club, uh, Juventus, I believe, right here. Yes, 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 Juventus. And uh, I think finally that you said now that you're out of Spain or, like, you know, the Iberian Peninsula, Mm -hmm. I think she said finally I'm going to come out and say it, you know. Because I feel like now that he's sort of away from his home country and his neighboring country, Spain, where sort of he has a big role in that place, he's he's now had a fresh start in Italy, and I don't think he's as big as a of a sort of figurehead there because they might actually dislike him due to his uh, his alignment with Portugal in the World Cup. And oh I don't yeah, think oh that, yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't think they would protect him like Spain or Portugal would. Yeah, and also it said uh, they uh, Juventus FC sidelined him for. They had a game today. They sidelined him. He yeah, did not make an appearance. In I think the, that's uh, definitely the right move from Juventus. Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. They went through with, uh, I believe it was paying him over $120 million, I believe. And they, they went through with it. They they paid, They went through, they paid him the $120 million uh, besides all the allegations. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised at that. Normally, you would think a club would uh, back off from that, you know. They wouldn't yeah. want that surrounding them, like, you know, like a wasted yeah. investment. And I guess another thing has to be asked here. I mean, is it because of his dif- distance from sort of where this is all going down, how he's in Europe right now? Is it sort of the distance, which is why they're sort of not backing off from this? Uh, Could that be a reason? I think so. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, they, they, you know, I don't think Juventus has ever won like uh, <clears throat> like a major championship. Yes, definitely. Uh, like the, I think it's called the Champions Cup. Not too sure. I'd have to check. That. I think that's no, that's Europe. I think no, that's Britain. Champions okay. uh, I'll have to look into that. But yeah. anyway, uh, I think I think their drive to win is is like uh, more Very of a high. priority. Mm-hmm. You would say uh, it's more of a priority, like you know, rather than worrying about all this. You know, like they they just want to bring a championship to their mm-hmm. fans, which is respectable. It's a respectable outcome yeah yeah um i guess you could also say like you know how how much fame can how much do you think it can protect them in the long run how much can it really protect anybody honestly in this uh current situation i don't believe this can save him at all and i'll tell Mm -hmm. you why I don't believe fame will save him. I think fame is actually doing him a great deed of disservice because the uh, he's like such a big figure, you know. He gets all this attention, like you know, oh man, something just came out about Ronaldo. Like you know, every mm-hmm. everyone knows who Ronaldo is. Like mm-hmm. you know, someone in the back of their head knows, like, oh yeah, I know Ronaldo is like a big soccer player. Mm-hmm. So when they hear about something like this, they're like, wow, he really he really would stoop down and do something like that. Yeah, and then you know you also have to ask was like, you know, like what condition was he in during this? What like did was he under the influence of any drugs or alcohol? Anything uh, like that? From the picture, it shows in the uh, in the Rain nightclub in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's holding uh, an alcoholic beverage and partying. I I would assume he would have been. Depending, but you have to ask. Depending on the night, you know, it might have not, it might not have been the, uh, the on the night of, 
him drinking and all that. It might have come later when he was actually sober. So uh, the answer to that one is really unclear at this point. Now it says here in an article I'm reading, he's only being he's only being sued right now. Only he being, has not been brought up on any charges. I don't see anything. any civil because, charges. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I feel like he like I don't know if we have any. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. It's like where those extradition treaties with Italy. So I don't know if he can be brought up on charges for anything like that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think any civil cases, but I think definitely lawsuits can take place. And then yeah. another thing you have to ask is, uh, wouldn't that $375,000 have to be, like, turned in since it was, like, used for, like, a, a crime? Wouldn't that have to be turned into the government? Um, I mean, that wasn't really... I guess you could say it could, but I don't really know if they... Well, I mean, because, like, you know, th- like you know, going back on, like, if you think, like, if someone, like, robs a bank, like, you know, that mm. money has to be, Returned. since it was used for a crime, it has to be turned back in. Mm. But. Yeah, I, I guess it would have to, but I feel like. But I, I wouldn't worry about her, like, you know, if this trial, which I, this, there's lots of evidence going against him and not yes. a lot to defend him. I would say, like, whatever money she's asking for, she will get. Just settle for it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, I think we've covered our bases on that. Is there anything else on that topic you want to talk about? Uh, nothing really. I think we gave a uh, a really good overview of that. Uh, I mean the the quote. I mean doesn't really do him good. I mean uh, there was something. It's sort of. Yeah, it kind of like uh, put him uh, like you know it people didn't questions. really. Yeah, it raises lots of questions and to people who didn't know about it and follow him on Twitter. They definitely like, you know, know about this now. Definitely, yeah. It's bringing unnecessary attention. I think. Uh, uh, so I think next is the uh, the new Kavanaugh confirmation mm. with uh, the with the Supreme Court. Yes, this was. It was a very close vote, fifty to forty-eight in favor of Kavanaugh. He was confirmed in, and the, also under some heavy allegations by. Uh, his yes. accuser for uh, when they were in high school. I mean, I didn't think that looked good for him. I thought the uh, the Senate was going to vote like I don't know fifty, maybe fifty forty eight to not co- not confirm him. You know, maybe turn him down. Yeah, but there was I followed this case semi close, and there was there was a couple things that I have questions about. You know, mm-hmm. you to, yeah, it was so long ago, and you know. No, why did she come? Why did she come forward now of all times? Why not come forward when it happened? Like, I understand there must like back then there was must have been immense pressure not to come out, but still, when something that severe happens to you, it doesn't matter. You you come out and you make sure the people that did this to you get the justice they deserve. And another thing is, uh, during the trial, Kavanaugh said that if it did happen, he has no recollection of it. But I mean, say for I think, example, he if he is guilty, you know, does that really excuse him from his crime? I mean, if a serial killer says, "Oh, I don't remember killing these ten people," does that that doesn't mean, mean but, he didn't kill them? Yeah. But I, you see, it's types of things like that. That statement is kind of irrelevant because wouldn't you remember such a significant event, even? Like, you know, even for, like, a, a rape charge, like, you know, it's it's such a severe charge that I don't believe, I don't believe him that if he said, if that, he said he didn't, he wouldn't, uh, rec- wouldn't have any recollection. I don't believe that because a significant event like that to a person, it kind of just, like, it leaves a space in your mind that you just would not forget, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't, I, I just, I can't, I can't believe him on that respect, but... Mm-hmm. Going back on your uh, your first question, I don't uh, I don't think he can. Uh, why I don't know why the woman didn't come out earlier because like I think she I think she came out now because like you know he's in this big spotlight you know he could there's a lot of controversy mm-hmm. with uh, Democrats and Republicans about mm-hmm. him getting uh, put onto the Supreme Court 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this was her chance. Not saying that uh, she chose this time specifically, because that that's not really uh, that. I don't think that's why she did it. I think she came out now so she can she can put her perspective on a public stage and mm-hmm. like you know bring some light to uh, her situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, a lot of times during the trial, you could see a couple of celebrities in the background actually. Uh, forming some very questionable actions, such as recording during a, uh, uh, a U.S. Senate trial, which is, you know, I think that's it's not necessarily it's not necessarily against the law because you know they have CCTV, so you can't. But it's like using cell phones to record is highly like discouraged in there, and you know, even after being asked to. Put you know, your phones away. Recording. Yeah, they kept on going. Uh, I don't remember who this was, but she was sitting right behind Kavanaugh during one of the hearings, and she was recording. And then also recently, uh, I heard, well, I read that uh, Amy Schumer was arrested at a protest for this. Amy Schumer was arrested. Yeah, I do remember that. And mm-hmm. that brings me to my uh, my next point. Uh, the... The, the protests on Capitol Hill, it's, it, it got a little out of hand. Like, you know, yeah. there's, there, you have a right to assembly, obviously. Mm. It's our First yes. Amendment right. Mm. But it's when you're outside of Capitol Hill and you're being told to leave and you just refuse to leave. Mm. I think that's when it goes outside of your First Amendment right. And they have mm. a great, uh, I guess you could say they have like a great right to arrest you and like, you know, for not uh, accepting their protocol and stuff like that. But mm. I don't know, man. It's crazy I feel like that's there. been a, I feel like there's been a, a big problem with um, the political scene as of lately. There's been some, it's been so polarizing. You're either, there's no, there's no middle ground. You're either extremely left or extremely right. Yeah, spe- especially with Trump, you know. Yes, there's. You're either with him or against him. Yeah, and it's just been. No, you have people on the right being violent, and then you have people on the left being violent. You have Maxine Waters saying that, you know, uh, you know, you have to go after uh, these people, as I'm referring to Republicans in the streets. And then you have, you know, a Republican senator getting shot. But then you have situations like Charlesville where, you know, a person, a man who was very sick in the head, drove a car straight through the Yeah, that's, that, there's no room for and that. And same thing with the the Las, the Las Vegas shooting, you know, they had I feel like that's a big problem you know, you have a lot of very sick people taking matters into their own hands. And well yeah, especially, like, especially with the Las Vegas shooting, how mad he was in the head to mm-hmm. cause infliction to other human beings that he went out and did the measurements of, you know, uh, how long or how high he had to shoot the bullets to hit the people, which is really sick to think about. It's a very, you know, it's very scary to think that there's people out there like that who would, you know, take actions like that. Yeah. You know, you have groups, you have extreme groups like Antifa, and then you have the alt-right, you know, who... That mainly consists of like neo Nazis and white supremacists and you know KKK associates and what. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know it's they're both violent groups and they both say that their cause is just, but really neither of them are just violence. It's terrorism, left or right. It's terrorism. It's but yeah, it's it's essentially you had terrorism. clashes. You had uh, clashes in uh, I forget where. Uh, do you remember the where the the college protest took place. Do you remember what that was? I do remember that. It's just the the name is escaping me. Yeah. You know, you had that where two groups clashed and, you know, you know people got hurt. You had videos of people, you know, noses getting broken, rocks being thrown. And, you know, you also had to consider, you know, like, where were the police during all this? But, you know, they they said they were told to stand back and let them do what they did. Yeah, which is honestly, it, it it's it's really weird at a point where the police have to stand back and mm-hmm. like you know let it unfold the way it unfolds. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people 
limbs being broken and stuff like that. But, like, you know, how is the police going to solve that, you know? Yeah. What are they going to throw tear gas at them? That's not really – that wouldn't be a really good way of crowd controlling because they'll, they'll just go after the police with their numbers. Yeah. And on, on a side note to the uh, the Las Vegas shooting, uh, I was on the opening night for their uh, for their hockey team, the, the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- 58 people were killed in that incident, and they, uh, they, ma- they made a really classy move. I was really for this. They retired the number uh, 58 in honor of those people, which, again, I thought was really classy of them to do. You know, they didn't have to do it, but they did it anyway. No, it, it almost restores your faith in humanity. Oh, yeah, definitely. We kind of got a little off topic there, you know. So how do you feel about Kavanaugh being, uh, you know, confirmed? You know what? I feel it's like, it's almost like Clarence Thomas all over again. Uh, to bring up Clarence Thomas, you know, and Anita Williams, mm-hmm. uh, like you know that that court case went on uh, about twenty five, twenty years ago, and mm-hmm. it's it feels the same. But you know, like you know, Clarence uh, Clarence is uh, regardless of uh, what you think of Clarence, he's a he's he's a well versed person to society, and I think mm-hmm. Kavanaugh is going to be like that. But again, there's a lot of controversy. Going only time on. will tell. You know? Yeah, only time will tell. Definitely, but. For me, this feels like it's going to change, like, in general, these past few years with all the elections and stuff. It feels like this could, these, you know, few elections and so so on and so forth, they could really change the landscape of our country for years to come, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, we'll, we'll be yeah, looking people, back on this in 10, 15 mm-hmm. years and, like, you know, really think about it, Helen. Uh, no. Maybe in 15 years, it might have like a serious effect on what happens mm-hmm. because maybe in a couple months when they do do uh, research the on this, maybe elections. they, yeah, maybe maybe that has a an effect on on what happens. But you know, only mm-hmm. time will tell at this point. And you have people saying that there's going to be like a blue wave, and then you have people on the other side saying there's going to be a red wave. And you know, it's it's looking split right now. I gotta say, the yeah. midterms are looking really split. Mm. No, it it really could come down to the wire here, you know. You have to really consider, like, if the Republicans do win the House and they retain the Senate, then we have a Republican-dominated Supreme Court, Senate, uh, House, and then we have a Republican president, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, it could just be a nonstop wave of, you know, there would just be a imbalance in what's going on which is you know i really disagree with the fact that people have to be assigned to a party you well know, yeah uh, it's 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 i try to keep a i i decide from topic to topic what how i feel about it oh yeah i mean you got to take it that way but mm-hmm. it's it pits it almost like the democrat and republican almost pits people against each other like you know if mm-hmm. a republican hears the word democrat you know it's like it's bound to cause confliction you know, like, I you have, know, on their views or what they think. I have a lot of stories about that. You know, with, <laughs> with with um, uh, my two aunts, they are one is a was a Hillary supporter and one was a Trump supporter, and there's been a oh, lot man. of clashes over that. It's it's very rough around Same Christmas dude. time. Honestly, Pit, uh, my family is not that political, but you know, mm-hmm. when it gets down to it, some of them are, some of them. Some of them really clash about debates and gets really hairy at times, but you know that's that's just how it is. So it do really be uh, like that sometimes. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, I just feel like it should be kept like, you know, you shouldn't be preaching about your politics. You know, just keep it to yourself. Yeah, but you know, it's like YouTube. You never post a video about politics. Yeah, without receiving hate from one side or another. I mean, unless There's you a- want hate. I mean, if you want hate, go yeah. go right ahead. Yeah. No, it feels like there's really no – you can't be neutral now. You have to choose a side. Like, you can't be – It's like independence, you, not an option anymore. Yeah, like, I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, like, right after Trump got elected, there was a uh, the feminist rally that, you know, the Women's March. Yeah, you and, got you the know, Women's March through Washington. Actually, all over. I think there was one in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was from it was from everywhere marching to Washington. They all sort of met up there, and you know you had 
you had a lot of situations go down there. You had, you know, there was a, uh, there were actually women banned because they were pro-life and they weren't pro-choice in terms of abortion. You oh, know, yeah. It's because yeah. they say there's no place for pro-life and feminism. And then you had, uh, I, f- I think it was Madonna who gave her speech and she said that... And she called she, herself a minority. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. That was she, not a smart And move. she also said that uh, she she dreams of blowing up the White House. And, you know, I just really don't think that's an appropriate comment to make in a situation like that's, that. That's, that's something that's that you inciting, should keep to yourself. Yeah, you shouldn't really... That's inciting terrorism, basically. You know, uh, it's a crime, of course. It's you could, inciting terrorism. You could, plant that, you could plant that seed in someone's head and somebody could actually do it. I, uh, there's some, there's, there's something wrong just, with that woman, man. It's just, I feel like in today's political landscape, there's really the, the choice to be neutral is not there. And, you know, we've lost well, and, all. And if you get called neutral, then it's kind of like a, uh, I wouldn't want to say like a bullying point, but more a. A way you can get like, uh, like you know, it's like oh, you're criticized. You're, you're, yeah, you can get criticized for it, mm. and like you know, I I deem myself an independent. I see both views, like you know, and I I deem my own opinion. Uh, mm. I'm proud. I'm proud to be an independent, but you know, I get it sometimes. Like you know, why are you independent? Choose a side, and it's like, I it's it's rough to choose no, a side. No, that ain't it, chief. <laughs> that ain't it, chief. Yeah, because it's like you can't be. It's it's hard to be a Democrat and be pro gun, but you know yeah pro NRA it it happens you know there's there's really no place for civil discourse anymore you no know, it's just neither side wants to listen to either side there's so much bias you can't find any real facts anywhere it's you know you have you have you have media that leans right and then you have media that leans left and you know yeah no, like cnn you Fox can't, news you can't you can't mm-hmm. like believe one side's perspective yeah. like you know you have to watch a little bit of one have, a little bit of other and then create your own perspective yeah. or you have to do your own research and you know yeah make make your own for example make your own podcast or make your own uh article about something that mm-hmm. explains your your views all right, well, that was that was a good topic. You know, that cost, that really brought up a lot. Let's jump to the next one, which is unemployment rate. It has dropped to a 3.7, which is the lowest it has been uh, since 1969. You know, it's it's hard. It's hard to, when you think of 3.7 percent of people it's, in America don't that's have still jobs. A lot of people. Like at 3.7 of of something, maybe if you're thinking of maybe wow, that's a really low percent. But three point seven percent—it's still a lot of people. Three hundred and twenty-five million people, roughly. It's—it's mm-hmm. it's an incredible number. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like the our economy still is—it's still got a long way to go before it's even close to being good again. You know, oh, yeah. after after the crashes in two thousand eight, you know, the real estate bubble exploding. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. That was it. You know. I feel like the even after, like the last time our economy was really good was, you know, like during I hate to say during World War Two our economy was pretty good. It, I mean, it definitely brought up brought us up from the the recession. The Great Depression. But, yeah, the, the depression, but hmm. I, you know, yeah, like pre World War Two was the last time it was like our economy was great. You know, nobody really had to worry about anything. You know. And, yeah. you know, you have to, like, how do you think that we can keep bringing this, you know, uh, 3.7 down to, you know, maybe hopefully one day have it at zero? Yeah. I mean, I, I going back to uh, what we were saying about 3.7%, mm-hmm. that's roughly, I, I just did the math, it's like, uh, it's like over a hundred twenty thousand people, which when you think about it, it's it's like you know all those people, like you know they're they're looking for mm-hmm. jobs or they're just homeless, like you know they uh-huh. are, they have no credentials, they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Probably, uh, I'm not to assume, but li- living off food stamps or mm-hmm. a federal income or mm-hmm. 
you, you're very generalizing, Daniel. I don't appreciate it. I'm sorry, Matt. Dude, I'm sorry. Work, dog. work on it. <laughs> All right. But, you know, how do you think we can get those 120,000 people, you know, in jobs? Like, what do you think we can do as, you know, a country? Well, I, I mean, it can be something as small as in PA, you can pump your own gas. In New Jersey, you can't. Adding that uh, those those jobs in PA and throughout the country, like in New York and and uh, Maine and stuff like that. We can just add simple jobs like that to give people an opportunity. It's not a lot of income, but it's it's something. It's something. It's something. And uh, it says here that uh, the U.S. economy added th- uh, 134,000 uh, jobs last month. Uh-huh. Uh, which is which they says here is below expectations in the monthly average, but you know, mm. bringing back jobs like that, like you know, you can bring back like another hundred thousand mm. with just get like you know making people like having a, a gas attendant. You know, mm. it's just small things like that that can be. Mm-hmm. It it can it can bring it can bring people more jobs and more opportunities to actually get a second chance or a chance at life. Yeah, you know. But you know, you also have to take into consideration of the people who, who can't work because of you know like a disability or something. Right. Yeah, you have to take that into account. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, uh, go ahead. You know, I hate I hate to be the person to bring this up, but you know, there's a lot of problems with having like illegal migrants from different countries, you know, working for big corporations for dirt cheap wages. You know, like two dollars an hour. Yeah, and, it's you know, it's it really takes a lot of jobs away. You know, well, I mean, and, it's you. One could say it's taking away jobs from mm-hmm. act from law-abiding Americans, but but then on the other side, you know, it's like you know, if they had to pay, if the companies had to pay full price for that work, you know, prices would go up. Oh yeah, definitely, prices mm-hmm. would go up. Um, yeah, here, I, I guess should... it's a, del- a dual-edged sword there. Oh, and it says something about disabilities here. Uh, quote, the employment rate for people with disabilities has also jumped sharply over the past two months. So it's good that people uh, who are disabled or, mm-hmm. you know, have some mm-hmm. so- some sort of uh, disability. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's sad to see that uh, the employment rate jumped sharply. You know, even mm-hmm. like you know, they're people too, and it's wait. It's did it go that, up or down? It, it's hold on. I might have uh, I might have confused you there. It it went down. It jumped. Uh, it, it it's it, a confusing it statement. It said the employment mm-hmm. rate for disabilities mm-hmm. jumped sharp sharply, which mean it's it's kind of it's it. I don't agree with that statement. Uh, looking at it again, it says the employment rate, which it's it said jump sharply would normally mean like, like you know, up. it jumped sharply like you know, it's you positive. Jump up. Yeah, but it's it says you don't jump for unemployment rate. So it's like, yeah, oh wait, no, that's actually bad. Wait. Sort of like the toy with my emotions here, Matt. <laughs> but uh wait, anyway, who, who back, back to uh, back to the topic. It's it's sad to see that other that people with disabilities mm-hmm. are are becoming unemployed are, and have mm-hmm. a certain you know Yeah. You know and I hate I hate to be like this person, but you know, you have to ask the question: What, like, like what job would really be good for them? Like, I can understand giving them, like, odd jobs. Like, I know, like, a lot of office companies have, like, yeah, like, like for example, Lowe's took it an initiative, and mm-hmm. they they gave uh, the people with dis- disabled uh, qualities jobs. Which I thought was a good idea, but like, what would they produce? You know, and yeah, you have to. You no, know, it also depends on like, like <coughs> what disabilities they have. You know, like. Yeah, well, like I mean, if, if it's if it's just like uh, if a person has, um, for example, Down syndrome, uh, mm-hmm. there's a person at Lowe's. I know him. I know him slightly well. Mm-hmm. He can he can carry out jobs. He can carry things from here to there. He can help people. Like he can but, carry out those yeah. functions. Mm-hmm. But say someone with cerebral palsy, like what can they do really? I, mean, I guess you could have them 
I mean, I'm not really familiar with cerebral palsy. I don't, I don't know what the effects of that are. But I, well, you, know, it's, you could uh, have it's, them. It's a uh, it's a debilitating injury. It's like you're paralyzed and you have to be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. It's I've seen it before, and I've seen people try to give them jobs, but it's like other than besides the fact, it's like oh, you're giving them a job, but mm. it's like what can they do? They can't really they can't really move or carry out functions. They can't even talk. You know. They they can understand English, but they they can't they can't talk or speak or mm, yeah. ca- or like carry things and mm. and they're just confined to a wheelchair. Like, what jobs could they could they do? I mean, I guess it would depend on where they would get the job from. Like, I definitely think in certain places there is definitely a place for some like some of these people. Like, there's some people with like. Down syndrome that just wouldn't be able to do anything because, you know, there's like different stages of it. Like you yeah, there's somebody, minor, like, major, yeah. Like I know, like um, one of my old friends from my old neighborhood, his uh, little brother had autism, but you know, this kid was like he was sharp and he he could do things. It's just, you know, every once in a while you I'd be over his house playing Xbox with him, and then you know from downstairs all you hear is penis. And, you know, oh, that's yeah. kind of like a uh, Tourette syndrome. Yeah. It was sort of just like a frustration thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his house, like my friend's house, it was very relaxed. You know, they it was almost too relaxed. You know, there wasn't a lot of parenting being done. Yeah, but you know, like I'm sure, like, like you have like there's autism, and then there's like. You know, there's, like, severe, and then there's high-functioning, you know? Yeah, but there's, like, it's, like, uh, someone from our old school, if uh, some of the viewers may know, Aiden Torque. Uh, mm. He was, like, you know, he was very smart and stuff, but, like, you know, mm. he couldn't, he had Asperger's, like, you know, he couldn't really communicate mm. perfectly, but it's, it, it's, he could work, though. It's like, a, it's, like, a condition that he has, but he can work. You no, know, some you know? people are able to live with that and push through it, and, you know. I give them a lot of respect because you know, yeah, like you know, like, I I wouldn't, I don't know what it's like. I wouldn't living through. Like, in that situation. I would not want to go on, you know. I mean, yeah, in in some cases, but you know what? They uh, humans are capable you know of adapting they, to life. They and, make it work. They you know, they they I can make them, it work. Yeah, I give them a lot of respect for that. And uh, there's something here. It said uh, professional business service remained uh, the economy's strongest sector with a cumul- cumulative of 560,000 jobs added over the past year. That is an immense uh, – and uh, the healthcare and transportation both brought in uh, cumulatively uh, 26,000 jobs and 24,000 jobs. Like, does that include like engineering jobs in those fields? Yes, is definitely. That, like, a whole yeah. set, you know. Yes, and health, but it's it's awesome that I see that healthcare is bringing in that many jobs, like you know, minor, major, high yeah. high income, low income, wage, whichever. Yeah, you know, it's they're they're giving opportunities to people. But you also have to consider, you know, like what happens when that market becomes oversaturated. Like, like I remember back in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. You know, if you were if you went and you were going to get your nursing degree, you know, you were going to have like, or like your doctorate in something, you know, you were going to have a major advantage over everybody. But now, you know, everybody's going to college and, you know, that degree is be- slowly being devalued more and more. You know, you have right, people coming right. out of college that, you know, they can't pay the loans because, you know, there's no jobs in the field that they went in. So you sort of have to. You know, like, yeah, I have, like, new fields, like, engineering, computer sciences. Well, yeah, and, like, uh, maybe in the future, like, you know, everybody talks about this all the time. Like, maybe the jobs that we didn't have now, there could be more opportunities for jobs that we didn't have now later, you know? They may be a different field, a different aspect of -hmm. of work, whether it be uh, group work, physical labor, Uh, like office desk work with electronics, like you know, it can be any different field, and that that brings jobs to America. Mm-hmm. But like you know, it's like we don't have them now. Like you know, we mm-hmm. need those jobs like desperately for those yeah. over a hundred twenty thousand people that don't have jobs. Yeah, you no. Know, you also have to consider, you know, industrially we aren't 
uh, as strong as we used to be. You know, we don't produce as much as we used to. You know, our right, right. Like, we don't really like we don't have a lot of auto companies producing here. You know, like we had plenty of resources, but you know, there's no companies here because they all moved overseas or uh, uh, south or north, depending on you know. Yeah. Where they, basically, you had. Uh, Hershey recently they moved down to uh, Mexico, I believe. Right, right. And you know that that pro- all their factories got moved down to Mexico, and that probably took away quite a few jobs. Well, from and, a lot and also, of uh, China is taking away our our manufacturing mm-hmm. business because you know? they have like, pr- that's they have much. they have they have the uh, like you know the the engineering mm-hmm. to do that type of stuff, and they're really the the, the masterminds of the manufacturing right now because mm. every time you look at a label you know what are you most likely going to see made, made in china, china. Yeah. yeah and you know there's like a lot of countries that are definitely it may not seem like it but they are a lot better off than us employment wise because you know they're building things you know they're they're really like you have a uh, a middle eastern country i think it was uh it wasn't I forget what it was called, but their building probably was going to be the largest building in the world. Right, right. Coming soon. I don't remember what country it was, but, you know, stuff like that, that creates jobs. You know, how often do you see a skyscraper being built in the United States? Right. You know, the last one built in Philadelphia was, I believe... The Comcast. The, the Comcast building, which take, took place in, like, 2004, 2000... Somewhere in between... 2004 and 2007 so yeah like you know that's that it it took a while to build which gave jobs temporarily but but you know once that's done you know that's pretty much gone oh definitely right yeah and And also i would like to uh to add uh uh since uh the 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 u.s economy hasn't been this bad since coincidentally 1969 of december which is crazy to think about because the the rate for uh, of unemployment in 1969 was was 3.4 percent, which which at the time was low, and then it went up, down, fluctuated all different kinds mm-hmm. of ways uh, in the early 2000s, got, dipping below four four percent, and but now it's at a staggering 3.7 percent. So has it gone up or down in the past couple years? Since 2010, it's gone down from 10 percent to three per, to 3.7. Well, I mean, in a span of eight years, uh, that's uh, that's a major drop, I would say. Oh, definitely major drop. Yeah, you no, know, like it's sort of. I'd say from 2008, we we rebounded very well. Yes. Oh, yeah, we have. We definitely have. Mm. You know, but we still have a long way to go. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, you know, graphs are going to fluctuate up, down, you know, mm-hmm. in the early. And you're you're in never going to be able to get exactly the right statistics, you know. Always, yeah. And in a census uh, from 1980 to 1985, the unemployment rate was uh, over a staggering 10%, which it's crazy to think about. Yeah, you know. Which that's that's about like, I don't know, three, three, 32,000, 320,000 people that don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just on rough maths. Yeah, that's that's a very no. That's but even at that you have to consider it's not even close to half of the country. Right. Right, definitely. You know, but you even know. that small percent can have such a big impact on everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And you have to think about like you have to think about like if uh it, like you know if the if it was a 50% unemployment rate just mm-hmm. Just you know, just for an example, that would be it's that would be millions and upon millions of people, and I don't know what point the United States would have to be to get to people to have, like you know, 125 million people to like not have jobs. But it's it it thinking thinking about that and like like you know, a small 10 percent is like as you as you know is mm-hmm. definitely lower than 50 percent, but it's. It's it's crazy to think about, and that at one point we might be able to, that one point like the our infrastructure may not be as well as we are doing now at three point seven percent to quote, and it's 
you know, it's you know, we might we might get there, but like yeah, we're sitting at a really good spot right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough of the pressing topics today. Let's move to a segment <laughs> we're gonna call Fun Times. So tell us about what the topic is for fun times. Dan. Okay, so the 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 fun topic for this week is birds. Get me on this. Birds in Minnesota keep crashing into buildings like uh, like you know skyscrapers and the mm-hmm. new stadium that they just built in Minnesota. Yeah, and and police think it's because they are drunk, and I'll tell you why. All right, I want to hear this one. So. As it says, as season changes, like, you know, uh, like, you know, to go back to uh, something like the beer process, like, yeah. you know, like uh, it has to ferment Ferments. to get better yeah. over time. So as seasons change, berries that the birds normally eat when they're fresh and they're mm-hmm. like, you know, they give them energy to carry mm-hmm. out normal functions as a bird. Yeah. Got that, uh, uh, you know, food pyramid. <laughs> yeah, the bird food pyramid definitely uh, berries is definitely on that. And yeah. uh, but the, when the berries, berries when the berries ferment, it's like them eating. It's like them eating physical alcohol, mm. so which mm. is causing them to be intoxicated and like, mm. it's causing like how a human would act, like you know, wobbly, like on mm. like you know, blurry vision. Just just uh, just some examples, and it's crazy to think that uh, that birds are getting drunk off of these. I mean, we have enough pe- problems with people drinking. Now we got to deal with fucking birds, man. Yeah, now we got to uh, deal with uh, these goddamn birds. Have have some have some self control, like, Jesus. Well, yeah, and also I had an apple tree outside my house, and it, it, the berries, and like quite like the berries, the apples, mm-hmm. the crab apples, would ferment, mm-hmm. and when the wasps would go over and drink them, they would you would see how they would see their flight pattern, and you know when they were like yeah. they would sit on my dad's car, and they would kind of like wobble and stumble. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's, like, you know, it's like, are they drunk or are they just, is, is it some, like, seasonal change? No, or I stupid, ima- you know, you could go with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can imagine <laughs> sitting in an office building in Minnesota, you know, it's a nice, cool fall day, you know, there's a, a light rain, and then you're, you're sitting there doing some work, and all you hear is, <laughs> you, you look outside, and there's the bird on your window, and you're like, Oh my god, I can just imagine, like, you know, have you ever seen, like, flocks of birds, like, uh, like maybe 100, 200? Yeah. And, and all <laughs> just, like, rapid all fire. Is... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you, like, you're standing down on the ground, you look up, and it's just, just a bunch of black spots, and you're like, hmm. I, I think I gotta go. Is there, like, hmm, when did the mulch come? Huh. Mulch oh, came I... early this year. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know Santa just dropped the coal from me. <laughs> but uh, 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 the, but the thing is, uh, to quote uh, uh, one of the people from this article, it says uh, they lose their coordination, they lose natural ability to so escape predators, and they include poor judgment when flying. So, for exactly. example, it says one here one started uh, pruning itself or uh, cleaning itself in midair, and it just fell to the ground and died. <laughs> I, I I cannot believe what I'm reading, folks. Like you, you can look this up on that's CNN.com, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, what? How is how is that how is that a feasible option to be in midair and just start? I feel like that's like somebody would like have like a <laughs> bottle of water in their car and they would they would like see a thing of soap and they're like, I feel dirty, and they just start like showering themselves in the car. Yeah, just in the middle of like, and they just cause like a seven car pileup. I mean, accidents aren't funny, Daniel. I don't. This is supposed to be fun times, not depressing times. What are you doing? Wow. No, that's that's a fun time. What do you mean? I mean, if you're wearing a seatbelt, yeah. Well, yeah. If if you're not wearing a seatbelt, whoopsies. You know, that's, <laughs> that's that's. A, you're getting yeeted from the vehicle if you're not wearing a seatbelt. That's, that's a fat see ya. <laughs> it's a whole. It's a whole Kobe from the windshield. And also, uh, what it's saying here is that it has more to do with migration. And uh, they're saying that they're not really, uh, like, My, uh, intox- intoxicated at all. It's like, it says, uh, they're, they're yellow rumped warblers and sparrows migrating through Minnesota. <laughs> so these are actually word. Canadian. Uh, Birds? They're Canadian, yeah. They're Canadian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they might be used to, um, 
to eating fermented berries on their uh, side, and they might not get drunk. But I mean, with, on this fermented side, they, berries in Canada is just maple syrup. Uh, yeah, you got a point there. I mean, what else other than hockey? What else does Canada do? I mean, they have their own football league. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but you know, the best person in that league is Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel is trash. <laughs> oh yeah, third string. Here we go. He got he got cut from the worst team in the league. That's sad. You know, I was like, oh, Johnny Football is going to make a comeback. No, no, he's not. He tried it. <laughs> he tried yeah, it. I, I got to give him credit. He tried. But back to these birds, you know, like, I wonder, like, like what the bird is thinking at that point when he's like, oh, dang, I can't fly a straight line. And then he's flying straight. And then, you know, just out of nowhere, he's just into a wall. And he's like, and he's falling. He's like, Damn. Yeah, maybe it'd be called, maybe it's like, uh, like, you know, how humans are like kind of educated on it, so they kind of have like a, a sort of a grasp on like what intoxication is like. Yeah, so it's sort of just like, no, all right, I'm drunk, yeah. I got this. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, hold my beer, I got this. <laughs> Let me just like pop like a split or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I these know. birds are just like, eh, brain.exe has stopped working, start cleaning in midair. <laughs> <laughs> all right well you know i think that's enough about junk birds i i there's really not a lot to cover you know the drunk yeah, it's it's, it's just the fun it's it's just i can't believe what i'm reading here matt it's you know it, it goes on for another uh, i think uh, i mean how much can you really write about junk birds other than they're they're flying into buildings no next thing no and then next week will be like uh on this week raccoons like can fly or something like that they, <laughs> raccoons, they've like morphed <laughs> raccoons smokes joint and jumps off a building <laughs> and lives uh all right well you know is there any other topics you sort of want to discuss before we uh end this episode I think uh, I think we're going to close it out with fun times. I think that was a uh, fantastic way to end the uh, the podcast. All right. Well, uh, uh, oh wait uh, again, Matt. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, I hope next week there's some more news. Maybe some maybe something better to top this. Maybe they can rank it from one to ten. <laughs> you know, don't really got a lot of views to do that, but you know, if you, if you do listen to this, you know, give it. Hey, up. If you're if you're one of the two people that are watching this, bro, props to you. You know, Matthew, if you're listening to this, you know, you're worth it. Don't jump off that building. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Anyways, I still haven't figured out how to close out a podcast. So this has been the Sad Boys Podcast. If you like this podcast, share it with all your friends and family. Maybe not your mom. Your mom probably won't approve what we talk about, you know, especially episodes one and two. Not necessarily episode three, which is going to be current events with Dan. And, uh, so this has been the Sad Boys Podcast. Yes, that is you, Dan. We get it. <laughs> this has been the Sad Boys Podcast. We are out of here. Love you, Teasdale. <laughs> Love you, too. <laughs>